Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us this week. I am extra excited for today's episode as we hear the best advice from registered dietitians part one. Yeah. There's another episode next week. (laughs) And when this episode airs, we will be celebrating National Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Day, which happens the second Wednesday in March. We've been celebrating this since 2008. And as an FYI, the month of March is National Nutrition Month. So dietitians love March. We have talked about it on the podcast before, but not all Nutritionists are dietitians, but all dietitians are nutritionists. The education is a bit different. Dietetics hold a bachelor's degree, complete an accredited supervised internship, passport exam, and currently many are getting a master's degree. Dietitians are able to practice medical nutrition therapy and hold a license according to state laws. Nutritionist education backgrounds are not as defined and could range from an online certification to a college degree. But wanted to keep you up to date as we talk about dietitians today. So I have developed a two-part series from my previous guests from the year with the best sound bites from each episode. Now, make note, I did not include a couple of the dietitians in the series because They were already featured in one of my favorite episodes. Number 59, the best intuitive eating tips from registered dietitians. That episode came on the other day when I was on a walk (laughs) with my dog. And usually I skip forward because I don't like to hear my voice. But this one, I listened again because those intuitive eating registered dietitians are fantastic. So give that one a listen if you have not heard it yet. So let's begin. Our first guest is my hometown friend, Anne Cundiff, in our episode number 22, Healthy Grocery Shopping, Debunking the Myths. Anne helps break the myths about eating processed foods and only shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. Her role as a retail dietitian is to help her customers with all their nutritional needs in the grocery store. Oh, I love that. That's a very good topic because it's very common. I always ask, I always kind of throw out the question of what do you consider processed? Because almost all of our fruit is processed in some way. Baby carrots don't grow as baby carrots. You know, they have to be processed in some way to become a baby carrot. And so I kind of debunk that myth of what the definition of processed really is. Because everything, mostly that we consume, is processed in some way. So when you kind of take that into consideration and offer up that definition for them, then they kind of rethink of it in a different way. 
that, you know, processed foods don't have to be bad. Baby carrots aren't bad, right? And they're processed. So if you kind of take that off the table, then they kind of start to view it in a little bit of a different way. So the perimeter, of course, usually will have lots of of more your fresh items. So like your produce, your meat, uh, dairy will be on the outside of most of your grocery stores, but then you're going to have bakeries and you're going to have lots of other things that are in between. So you can't really say the perimeter is the best place because there's lots of great food in all areas of the grocery store and all areas have processed food. And I am never a person that says you can't shop in the, in the inside aisles because, you know, there's great things like whole grain pastas and whole grain cereals and there's canned vegetables and there's canned beans and there's, you know, dried beans and there's peanut butter. I mean, I've never seen peanut butter on the outside of the grocery store. I know it's the inside of the grocery store and I'm going to eat peanut butter. So there is lots of healthful foods inside all the aisles and all the areas of the grocery store because almost everything that we consume is processed. Would wash lettuce be somewhat processed? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It has to go through some, I mean, it, it's not coming directly from garden to plate. Right. So therefore there has to go some, there has to be some process to put that into a package to make it safe for consumers to eat. Our next guest is Danny Lebowitz, creator of Kid Food Explorers in episode number 26, Kid Food Explorers, Discover, Nourish, Grow. Danny has designed an amazing number of tools for kids to learn more about fruits and vegetables from her own fun designed books, placemats, posters, printables, coloring books, and more. Danny talks about taking that first step for exploring new foods to be positive and play. Just having that kind of curious and wonder mindset, putting on your big girl panties and saying, let's explore and try something new. And whether you use my books or you, you know, go to your good friend Google or YouTube to watch other people helping you feel comfortable and familiarize yourself, I think you're never too old to become a food explorer and other dietitians who have a similar focus, their focus is on helping the parent to navigate and find strategies to overcoming picky eaters. And I really have a, a, a niche a little bit more narrow than theirs because what I want to do is not all of the picky eating stuff. I want to talk about uh, food exploration and expanding palates beyond their daily experience in a fun way. And sometimes that doesn't start with taste testing. Sometimes it starts with bowling with a coconut or, or smashing it on the ground outside or pulling off the husk, uh, whatever it is that gets your kids excited. I, if you have older kids, you know, I have more steam related activities that are associated with building or math or things like that. So that you are never, yes, mirroring helps. Yes, frequent exposure helps. But if you are interacting with something in a very neutral and positive way, they are more likely going to want to get to that point in trying it. Our next guest is Carrie Moody in episode number 31, Metabolism Makeover, Ditch the Diet, Start Living. Carrie talks about how the metabolism works when dieting and how to balance out those many years of dieting to find a more practical approach to weight loss. You have to eat enough to fuel your activity 
And then if you're, you know, working out on top of that, you have to eat more and people are just terrified to eat more. So it's like, you're diminishing your metabolism. It's getting slower. Your metabolic rate is getting slower and everything's kind of just shutting down, slowing down. So I think it's a really hard concept for people to understand at first, but when you really break it down with like the blood sugar roller coaster and like how you're starting your day with food and how that's going to impact cravings and everything else, I just love seeing that like, aha, you know, when they, that first week we focus all on just making your meals better balanced so that you're not having cravings. You're not having that 2 PM energy crash. Um, and the way that that all plays in is with your hunger hormones. So, you know, insulin storage, fat storage with the, the glucagon and it gets, it gets kind of nerdy in there, but I like the nerdy stuff. (laughs) It's fun to explain to people so that they understand, you know, how their body is actually taking this food and making it work for them. So when it comes to weight loss, we don't really focus on weight loss because we're not trying to lose muscle mass. We're not trying to lose water weight. We're really trying to actually lose fat. And you really have to be eating enough to, to do that. Our next guest is Gina Jones in episode number 27, Gut Thyroid Connection. Gina talks about gut health and how the gut plays an important part in proper nutrient absorption. She discusses the effects of the microbiome, changes that may occur through food, stress, and many other factors. Right. So if you have poor gut health or not the right makeup of gut bacteria, you can actually be missing out on 20% of your thyroid conversion. So your inactive T4 converts to active T3. And that is what your brain tells your thyroid either, hey, we need to produce more or we need to produce less. So if you're missing out on 20% of that just because your gut bacteria is not in line, that's a good chunk that can cause you to become hypothyroidism. So I'm a big proponent of like, you don't have to count calories, you don't have to measure foods to like lose weight in a healthy way. Um, A lot of the clients that I have have come to me after trying everything. And this post was really about if you test the gut for, especially for a client that has inability to lose weight or they have a lot of trouble losing weight or they gain it back quickly. um, If you test their gut, you might find dysbiosis. You might find uh, candida or yeast or fungal overgrowth or inflammation in the gut. And all of those things don't allow you to, let go of the weight but when your body is working properly and you don't have yeast then you're not going to crave sugar and then your body's going to be able to release the weight easier if you have the correct gut bacteria then your body's going to be able to absorb nutrients better and it's not going to hold on and store the fat as it would before if you have inflammation in your gut because you're eating a food that you're allergic or sensitive to that reducing that inflammation helps your body to work better and then you're more able to lose that weight a little bit more easily Yeah, gut bacteria changes all the time, actually. Um, So it depends on what you eat, what your stress is, um, your environment, whether or not the people you live with, what their environment has been. So your microbiome is constantly changing. But if you tend to eat the same thing and you have the same stress level, it might not change as quickly, but it will definitely change over time. Our next guest is Reagan Thompson in episode 29, Healthy at Home Virtual Accountability. 
Reagan was my intern for a couple of months and we just hit it off. <laughs> Reagan was finishing up her dietetic internship after completing her bachelor's and master's degree. She is now a registered dietitian after years of school and passing the RD exam. Reagan talks about what she thought it would be like to study dietetics and what is involved in the coursework. Reagan is also a personal trainer, and at the time, she had a Facebook group that provided online weekly workouts and nutrition classes. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would say learning about nutrition for the past however many years has really opened my eyes to just how much misinformation is out there. Because before I went to my degree, I was like, okay, we're learning about food, the nutrition components of what's in food. No, it was all science, chemistry, o-chemistry, biochem. I'm like, holy cow, I did not know it was this much science behind nutrition. So I would say learning all of that science behind this food and behind the diets and what it really does to your body, how your body um changes with everything going on. It's so individualistic with each diet. I would just say seeing all of this, I mean, the nutrition industry is huge. They make so much money off of all of these diets and it's just crazy. I just want everyone to find a dietitian and listen to the dietitian about what they have to say before wasting your money on all of these products. I think my biggest takeaway to my clients is just mindset. I think everything is a mindset. Um, if you eat healthy one day, like you have the mindset to do it the next day. Um, with exercise and nutrition, I truly believe that the body can achieve what your mind believes. Our next guest is Tara Moran in episode number 32, The Missing Link to Building Sustainable Healthy Habits. Tara talks about how to lay the groundwork for setting practical healthy habits by starting small and make changes more manageable for her clients. Refrain from the dieting mentality, so kind of staying away from the diet mentality and instead helping my clients and maybe people on Instagram create more sustainable wellness in their lifestyles. Have been just dieting, yo-yo dieting all throughout their lives or whether it's maybe just a few years. And so I've gotten to, I always like to help them change their habits first before eating, of course. So I really like the plate method. I've definitely started incorporating that more. I find that super simple to explain to clients. And I like to just help them figure out what works for them. So I always say start small. Small is key. And so one of my recent posts was about incorporating veggies in a pretty sneaky way. I don't want to say sneaky because but like that type of way. So I encourage them to make them really small. So if you have a food processor or blender or something, I always encourage putting something simple like zucchini that is not really too flavorful. Chop it up into like rice-sized pieces and then incorporate it with your rice. Cook it together, kind of saute it, and you can't even tell. And our next guests are Simone and Chantel in episode number 33, what is balanced eating? Simone and Chantel are my first duo and international guests from Canada. They are known as Double Dose of Vitamin C on Instagram and talk about their cultural eats and how to find balanced eating with all foods in every culture. Sure. So we grew up um, heavily in our um, cultural eats and 
it's just, you know, we got to see our mom and our dad prepare food. And, you know, those are some of the fondest memories that we have is, is around food. Um, that really helped them our interest in nutrition and wanting to pursue a career in dietetics. Definitely that all foods can fit in a healthy eating lifestyle. Our mission is to really empower others to make informed, balanced, and satisfying food choices confidently without dieting or restricting favorite foods. Do you guys have a favorite go-to meal that is just like super quick, it's done in a couple of minutes? Yeah, so for us, it's, we are huge meal prep on starches. So like on the weekend when we have more time, we would batch cook some rice, some quinoa, so that, or pasta. Yeah, we love pasta <laughs> um, on the weekend. So that's, it's ready to go during the week. And so we would just, you know, heat that up, um, put some canned um, fish. We really like canned salmon as well as some frozen veg. We kind of just blanched a little bit, season it up, and you have a balanced meal ready to go in like 10 minutes. Yeah, frozen vegetables are actually our go-to. We probably eat them like three times a week. And I mean, they're so convenient. Um, They're affordable. And they're just a really great option that a lot of people don't really think about. We like um, sauteing some onion and garlic. Um, with um, canola oil or just whatever oil we may have on hand, some salt, pepper. Um, sometimes we're really big on Italian seasoning. We really like to we put Italian seasoning on everything. Okay. <laughs> we'll just throw it on everything. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, sim- simple. It, it all really helps. And just really frying that onion and garlic. Um, that's something that our parents taught us from young. Um, it can really bring out the flavors of, of the vegetables as well. So. Well, that concludes part one. (laughs) Stay tuned for part two next week as we hear from more registered dietitians and their best diet advice. I want to thank you so much for taking time with me this week as we celebrate today. I hope you're celebrating. Cheers. (laughs) I got a little emotional thinking about the past year and seeing this podcast grow each week is like melts my heart and brings tears to my eyes. It's amazing. So we are now at 7.5 thousand downloads and I am so proud and thankful for all my guests that contribute to this podcast to make our voice louder with practical science-based advice. And thank you for all your support. We will see you back next week on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.